Hi, this is Doug Nodgard with Equitable Bank. Great service never goes out of style. When the digital age dawned, many said computers would be able to handle many of the interactions that used to take a person. Boy, were they wrong. How many times have you called your bank and gotten a recording to press one or two? Not at Equitable. Not only does Equitable answer your call in the first ring, it's answered by a human being. That's because Equitable Bank values its customers. Equitable Bank, we take banking personally, member FDIC. JTech Construction, the official exterior experts of the Huskers, offers exterior solutions that help you protect your number one investment. Whether it's roofing and siding or windows and doors, they're committed to excellence, quality, and outstanding customer service in every step of the process. When it's time to protect the exterior of your home, your choice is simple. Turn to who the Huskers turn to, JTech Construction. Check them out online and schedule a free estimate today. JTech Construction, the official exterior experts of the Huskers. Now, back to Severe Reaction, powered by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Here's your host, Michael Severe, on 1620 The Zone. The dangerous Williams split to the near side. Now he motions back for the line of scrimmage. DeVito, back to throw, looks right, throws wide open on a wheel route, Chase Brown, touchdown Illinois. Boy, he popped wide open, easy, walked in, and now that makes it a 19-9 Illinois lead. Welcome back, Severe Reaction here on 1620 The Zone. Next up, we bring up the man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, that's right. I'm not talking about a wrestler, but he was a boxer. Stephen M. Sipple from HuskerOnline.com on 3 Network. Good morning, Mr. Sipple. How are you? Good morning, Mr. Severe. You guys are very energetic on a Sunday. I am. Um, I don't know if you noticed about me, but I'm always fired up. Like always. Like every day. You know what I mean? I like that about you. You know, our, our friend um, Bob Diaco, who didn't have a great success here or any other places, had a great line when he first took over. He said, every day when I wake up, my feet are on fire when I hit the floor. That's I, I live by that. I believe in that. Let's go. Let's go, Sid. I like that. Um, yeah. Simply start off with a, a simple question. Did yesterday's performance eliminate Mickey Joseph as the head coach candidate? Uh, you know, we do that. We do this thing. I know. Where we ask other questions where we, we have no idea. I, <laughs> and it's fine. Um, this is all getting sort of interesting. I don't know. It shouldn't. I mean, I'll just say it. I don't think it should. It, it'd be kind of weird if it, if it hinged on that, right? Right. Why do I It'd be it'd be strange if it hinged on that. Should it hinge on a bowl game? Well, hold on. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you have to look at it for what it is. We won't do this. This is too much to ask with people. But um, he inherited a team that was, I mean, deficient on the offensive line and somewhat deficient on the defensive line. Sure. And he played a team that's a, pretty much a. It's going to be a championship outfit, and that it's going to be a division championship outfit yesterday. <clears throat> and if and if we eliminate him on that basis, then I don't know. That doesn't seem like a it doesn't seem like a fair fight, you know. But I get it. That's what kind of what we're doing right now. And I don't have any great answers. Here, here's the thing, Michael. It's possible yeah. Trev Alberts is, already has his guy, right? You know. Um, we say things like he should give Brett Bilema a call. How do we know he has him? I mean, how do we know that Bilema's not the next head coach? We don't. I'm not. These discussions are very are, – are, have gotten kind of odd to me. 
Well, didn't Brett already turn it down once? Yeah, he did when I course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, when I course during the Riley search. Right. Search for Riley, yeah. Right, right, so, right, right. I, th- I think the question about Joseph goes back to, do you believe because of what we know about the, the, the Frost metrics that – you have to get to a bowl game in order to be able to keep a job. I think that's what people may look at. And when you think lose yeah. Illinois, those next four are pretty hard to be able to get three wins. Yeah, but, but it's a flawed, it's flawed reasoning to apply Frost metrics to Mickey. Right. 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 Um, so I, now some people might say, well, so what Mickey doesn't have to win any games. Ah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far. Um, but I, I mean, I wrote it. I wrote that his candidacy loss scheme yesterday it did in terms of perception. But as I was reading it this morning, I was thinking what I just said. Is, How do I know that? How do I know it's candidacy loss scheme? I have no idea. There's only one person who knows that. That's crap. Do you think the reason why they played Chubba Purdy in the second half wasn't necessarily because what Mickey said that they were down 11 and they needed to throw the ball because you got a whole second half, but was because they wanted to get a look at him to see if maybe he could be the quarterback for next year? Oh, I don't. I, Michael, I do think it was more about the moment. I think you had to have somebody who could throw the ball downfield. But you're only down, you're only down nine, right? And well, you have a whole – huh? 11, I mean. Yeah, 11. You're down 11 and you have a whole second half to go – a second half, and you had moved the ball well in the first half. I don't know. I just, I just think that it didn't make any sense. Your best chance was to have a mobile quarterback back there who could run, I thought. And that's not what Purdy was okay. giving Okay, now there's one part that you're leaving out, though. Yeah. Um, I mean, Logan doesn't throw the ball downfield that well. That's been Nebraska's calling card. I mean, that's what's, that's what's, given, a, that's what's given Nebraska hope. You know, the, is a Casey's ability to throw the ball downfield. Um, now, I'm not. I don't. I don't like to do this because it sounds like I'm criticizing Logan. But arm strength has been the the element that we've all agreed that holds him back. Sure. Um, and that's not the case with Chuba. Now, the one the 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 most informative discussion in in terms of the backups that I can think of is: Are they getting enough reps in pra- practice? I didn't think Chubba looked prepared. Right. Um, and Mickey did allude to the fact that it's hard to get backups, reps in practice, especially, yeah. you know, if you're using one station pro-style practice, which they do. Um, that's something I'd look at if I were Mickey. Yeah, you only can, and even out with the, the second station, you're not going to really get a chance to get your two-guy reps with the ones is the right. big issue, yeah. And so he has to be able to – I just I think it's weird because – Third and two, four minutes and 30 seconds left. If they convert that third down in the first half, and instead of it being 20 to nine, it's 13 to nine or whatever else, I think you come back then with, you know, you come back with Logan Smothers. It just seems like that one touchdown is what kind of changed it at the end of the half, making it 20 to nine. Perhaps. I yeah. mean, the, the one, there's, in, in the, the other thing about these conversations, are there unknowns? Yeah. We have no idea what those guys look like in practice. Sure, you know, I, I, so some of it has got to be determined by that, and that's something that's a part of the discussion. We just don't know. You know, every day they're practicing. They practice the practice every day. Um, they're sh- they're they're in meetings every day. Yep. There's guys that do better in those scenarios than others, and maybe Chuba's just 
it, maybe Chuba does better on a day to day basis, and therefore he's he's the he's number two for a reason, right? Yeah, sure. Um, so I, it's hard to it's hard for me to second guess that stuff. All, all I'll say is I thought there was a big drop off, and I didn't anticipate that. Steve Sipple joining us from HuskerOnline.com. and it and I a big part of it. I agree with you that Chuba didn't look prepared, although. I don't care how much practice you have. The throw he made that was the interception across his body, that just – when he made that throw, I thought, that has nothing to do with preparation. That's just a guy who's a bad decision maker, and that's why he didn't win the job at Florida State. That's probably why he didn't win the job here. He just doesn't seem to be a good decision maker overall. So, that doesn't matter yeah. for practice. <laughs> that could be. I mean, that was a, that throw hurt him bad. <laughs> he was up against – I mean, come on. I mean, Chuba and I – I said what I said. I didn't think he looked very prepared, but yeah. he was thrust into a really difficult situation. That Illinois line, you know, we can watch games on TV and notice, hey, yeah, they're pretty good up front. Sure, but, but when they're standing on your field, man, I mean, that's that, that, that's a that's three pros they have. I think Michael on their defensive line, um, and I think their secondary is better. <laughs> I mean, sir, their safety, <laughs> that safety. How many plays did he almost make on game on plays where he had to come from the middle of the field to make the play? He was everywhere yesterday. I didn't look number at his numbers. 30, is that who you're talking about? Number thirty. Yeah, remember remember the play where Nebraska had the uh, it was on the west side and you had to throw down the sideline. I think it was Purdy who threw it, and it looked like the wide receiver was open, and then all of a sudden mm-hmm. the close happened. He did that three. He did it in the Brody Belt um, wheel route. Did the same thing. Yeah, I got. He yeah, was got he was good yesterday. Yeah, they. I thought Illinois. I wondered if they were a little overrated. You know, I'd I'd seen them twice, yeah. or once and a half. I saw the entire Minnesota game. I thought they looked pretty good. Yeah, but you get a better sense of them in person. I think. Sure. And my sense in person is they do look like a top twenty team. I mean, I think they're gonna. They they, do, they probably will be playing in a good bowl game. Yeah, I agree with you. And they don't have. I mean, the next. Game at because they play Michigan State next. They have the game against Michigan, which that's gonna that could expose them. I I again I think they're a good team. Sip. I think Nebraska if had Casey Thompson in the second half, they would have moved the ball on them. I think they had some they had some things that worked in the first half, but without Casey Thompson, that is they were. I agree. They had no chance. I mean Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska had over two hundred yards against a team that had been allowing two twenty one a game. I agree with you. I yeah. think if Casey had been in the game, Nebraska would make that. Would would have made it close, like we all picked and we all kind of expected. So the game's been sort of informative to me. I mean, Nebraska's probably good enough to hang around with Illinois, like we thought. But when Casey went out, we saw a significant drop. I mean, a drop that I didn't fully anticipate. And now, now that's why you know we're watching this, this situation very closely. Casey's health. Because without Casey down the stretch, it's going to be really difficult. Hey, Sip, one of the last things. Um, when you look at this team, and, and you know the roster well enough, do you think that they're are going to have? You think they're going to have to go out and get a whole bunch of guys in the portal in order to make this team give them a chance to win next year, or do you believe that they have enough guys to where you play your young guys, you bring some guys in the portal, and you can win, or is this going to be an, a complete turnover, no matter who the coach is? Depends on how many guys leave. I mean, it's uh, there's there's certain guys on the team that still have eligibility that are huge contributors. Trey Palmer, Garrett Nelson, O'Shawn Mathis. Those guys all could come back. 
I don't think Palmer's uh, coming Thompson back. Thompson could come back. Yeah. I mean, He'd be 25 years old, Sip. I know all those guys have eligibility remaining. Yeah. I, I don't – it just depends on – Michael, this this day and age in college football, those questions are hard to answer because I don't know who's leaving. Right. Who's staying. I don't know who's leaving. I don't know who's staying. Um, I envision a major turn around, a, a major roster. Turnover. Turnaround. Again, turnaround. Um, turnover. A lot of change. I just think there's going to be a lot of changes. No, I agree. Last thing, um, I don't know if you had a chance to watch Minnesota at all yesterday, um, but they obviously got things turned around. Nebraska on the offensive and defensive line, that scares you the most going against Minnesota? Yeah. I mean, they, they held – Minnesota held Rutgers to 134 yards. Yeah. Now think about that. Um, Rutgers not a great offense. But Rutgers – but on the other hand, Minnesota, you know, they got 136 or 100, yeah, about 136 from Ibrahim, I think. He went over 100 again. Yeah, he did. Yeah, against uh, Rutgers' defense, it was ranked sixth nationally against the run. And, and Minnesota had a 19-play drive to start the game and a 13-play drive right after that. They went, a, they went on a 19-play, 99-yard drive. That gets, that gets, should get everybody's attention. Mm. Um, yeah, line plays gigantic. Um, Ibrahim's gigantic in this discussion. Ibrahim's had 16 straight 100-yard games, and he just did it against the sixth-ranked Russian defense in the country. Um, I, yeah, it's it's going to be tough for sure. How excited are you that it's a 10, it's 11 a.m. game? <laughs> <laughs> I, it is. I am. I am an old man, and I am excited about that. Me too. <laughs> uh, old people like to get it done and uh, <laughs> early. Yeah, it's, yeah. Cash it in for the day. It's when um, our testosterone is highest, Sip. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't have to get into that. Yeah. Those sort of elements. But I, um, I, <laughs> no, I'm really. I was. I was. That was about the only good thing of yesterday when they announced that kickoff. No doubt. Hey, Sip. Have a great rest of your Sunday, man. Thanks. Okay. Thank you, <laughs> Stephen M. Simple. HuskerOnline.com. We'll take a break. We come back, Ryan. We'll catch you on the other side. You're on severe reaction on 1620 The Zone.